0: This is The Hill, talking rugby league with Sam Perry and Tim Sparks. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back for episode 13 of The Hill. Once again, Pez and Sparks in person, this time at Pez's new residence west of Melbourne, We live quite closely together, Sparks and I. So we're just starting to hit a bit of a run of form. We're starting to live the dream that we initially envisioned, when we wanted to do the hill this year. Just a couple of blokes. A couple of blokes from out of Sydney, let's say. Western Sydney. We've moved now to Melbourne and want to uh, just keep talking about the game they grew up with. Here we are. you know, And what a big show we've got. I mean, I got into rugby league this week. I'm just starting to feel that vibe again. Starting to enjoy it. Speaking personally. Um, caught a couple of games over the weekend. Looking forward to talking about a couple of games over the weekend as well. Didn't watch too many programs, but caught enough... To know that some of the ones that are the staples are just starting to die in the arse a little bit as well. And uh, well here to join me to talk through all of these things. To talk through with great enthusiasm and no doubt great sadness and melancholy and philosophy is uh, well the king cue ball. The tall cue ball of the duo as James uh, Hooper would describe us. Tim Sparks. Tim, welcome to The Hill This Week, episode 13. How are you?
1: Pezza, listeners, hello. Hope you're all well. Answer the question, how am I? Hmm. Uh, I've been better, but I've been worse. And more than anything, it probably just feels like footy's back, you know? You've been saying that the last six weeks. But more than anything, with the performance of my side, the West Tigers, whilst disappointing, very familiar. So
0: that's how I'm feeling. And when you say, and let's, you know, let's get the listeners into your head here, and I think most of the listeners are in your head a little bit, but when you say, I've been better, is that largely due to that phenomenon of like, look, me team didn't get up on the weekend, they went down, they disappointed me, and thus my mood overall, holistically, is affected and, ha- and will be affected for 48 to 72 hours? Is it largely West Tigers things? Is that the common denominator with your, with your mood at the moment?
1: Well, that's, I guess, what I'm referring to, which would suggest that I live a very, you know, blessed life. I should be grateful for everything else. If the if the thing that's getting me down in life is my football team, then I'm going pretty well. I would have thought, but the answer is, yeah, I've had better because because the, the other, it's not just the loss, mate. You know, it's not just the team losing. You mm. know, it's the text messages, it's the phone calls, it's these discussions mm. with mostly you mm. uh, that I have to, you know, deal with. Mm. And, and you know that can that can wear a person down, because uh, they're not they're not constructive, you know they're they're rarely empathetic, mm-hmm. uh, and you know that's just what I usually cop for anywhere from you know an hour after the game to yeah seventy two hours after the game. So there's that to consider as well.
0: I want to talk about this a little bit, and I do think this is outside the scope of Tiger Corner, which you will have a chance to rip in with, you know, a little bit down the line on this show. Um, this is, this is yeah, a broader kind of approach, but if you are just tuning into the hill and you don't know what happened over the weekend, Tim's team, the West Tigers, I don't know how that's what happened, but Tim's team, the West Tigers, lost to the Gold Coast Titans 28-23. Uh, to 23. Great scoreline. Good scoreline. Really good scoreline. Uh, ugly scoreline in many ways too, but we can discuss that on a different show and uh, yeah, I mean, put it this way: the Gold Coast Titans had a won a game in 364 days. Let's just round it up to a year. And uh, and in Tim's words, we're a reserve grade side. Uh, now, as you were just describing this to me, and let's bring the listeners into the room here. You're describing how you feel to me, and the, and the text messages and yes, you know, yeah. whatever. Story starting t- the phase of yes. blaming other people for things. Yeah. Um, oh, I was I was, be- I was I found myself smiling, and one thing I realised, yeah. and I, I've. I don't know if I should feel ashamed to say this, it's just a phenomenon that I want to communicate to the listeners. These days, and I actually feel a bit of trepidation saying this to you, but these days, like, and, and just, to, just to wind back a little bit with history, like, I grew up in Ryde, you know, in Sydney, yeah. which is firmly tig- Bowman Tigers territory. Yeah, I say my mum. You'd say that, wouldn't you? It is, yeah. yeah. It's a Bowman district. Yeah. North right. Ride Hawks, you know, Ride Eastwood, etc. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, <laughs> that's right. My mum, mum, Tigers fan. Oh, Cross Rhinos, exactly. Easily, um, the uh, you know, easily my second team. My mum used to take me to Lyford Oval. She wanted me to be a Bowman fan. I ended up, you know, going for Bears. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. So so, like, uh, Tigers have always been the side that I've um, followed with the Bears' demise comfortably. It's always been a rung above any other side. I like seeing the Tigers do well. So they'd be my favourite side in the NRL. Mm. But it occurred to me watching the game over the weekend, and I think this may have been the case for being honest here, and I haven't said this to you off air, mm. probably the last two or so years. I, I think I want them to to lose mm. every time they play because I think I enjoy your reaction of them losing more than my personal enjoyment of them winning mm, well wow. <laughs> because of the entertainment now I know that that may say and does say more about me yes and that's fine and I'm putting this out there right I know that this doesn't necessarily reflect on me well but when um, the Titans winger <laughs> went over that's it let <laughs> when he went over oh I, I can't describe my emotions as anything but happy. <laughs> Oh, well, mate I know I'm sorry, mate But You know It was It was Really funny
1: Well, I'll just start by saying I I would actually rather Have you not told me that To be honest Oh, um, really? Well, you probably is, You know I'm not sure, like, I don't, there's I don't not too I'd, much to be
0: proud of in that in that commentary. Yeah, you've just you know, life isn't about having to be proud at, at all times. You know, it's no. just the truth. I'm, I'm this is art. You know, I'm reflecting my emotions. I maybe haven't processed it well. I also don't live necessarily having to put my best foot forward and look in the best all the time. You know, mm. it, it it probably it probably does reveal something about me, and that's fine. Look, there's going to be some disclaimers. Uh, get to semi-final territory. Get to grand final territory. Right. You've seen me before. That's fine. Get me to Leichhardt Oval. I want them to win. When I'm there we'll in pick person, and or whatever. Is what, what he's well, saying. Yes, I will pick and choose because I'm not a Tigers fan, man. You know, I'm a Bear. I don't feel anything when I watch these games. You know, mm. I, watch, I was I was drafting a tweet watching that game when the Tigers are up twelve nil. Uh, you know the, the the sorry Titans reserve grade side about to endure another fifty point shellacking, mm. and in the background you can just see the number of Bears fans who have decided to get cutouts, mm. and no one's talking about that in the media. Oh. And you know people are like, oh, the poor Titans, what the poor Titans, what the poor Bears having to watch this fucking cynical franchise of a side that only exists to to grapple with AFL market share, mm. with no fans, no success, and just going down a black hole until the Tigers dug them out on mm. the weekend and you think that you, know, you think they should be bitter, try being a Bears fan. But instead, the Tigers got them back in, made sure the Gold Coast bandwagon rolls on for another, you know, it breathes a bit of life into it for a couple of weeks. So I don't really care, mate, what happens to the Tigers, to be honest. But I do enjoy Lockhart Oval, and I do enjoy your reactions when they lose.
1: Well, mate, that's good to know, and that's good, you know, that's the sort of stuff friends say to their friends, I guess. I, I enjoy it when they lose. not, you know, not I like to see you happy when they win. Uh, I like it. I like it when they lose, because it's funny. Well, the only saving grace for myself and other West Tigers fans this weekend was that there are a couple of other clubs rolling around the NRL. Oh, you want uh, to get into it? Yeah. And their names are the Brisbane Broncos mm. and the St. George LaRoy Dragons. Yeah. And if you think the Tigers are struggling, have a look at those blokes. Brisbane. Well, no, one club I'd rather be than the West Tigers, I mean... Okay, well let's, who are we going to go, Who are we, what are we going to address first, Brisbane or Saints? Is this what we're doing?
0: Yeah, let's, let's yeah, let's do that, yeah, let's go Let's go with the flow. Okay. You kind of, I mean, if we're going to be on the theme of talking about the losers, you have to concede that losing is interesting, isn't
1: it? Yeah, well of course, that's the part of the sport, you know, yeah. is winners and losers, right? Yeah, well tell us about Brisbane, what's
0: going on with the Broncos? Okay, they well firstly, they lost, they
1: lost the tune of 59-0. Mm-hmm.
0: And we, can I just say before you get into this, yeah, come um, on. again if you're a new listener... Um, and we'll go into Sparks's coping mechanisms with losses, but we must be into stage two or stage three where instead of talking about the, the, your team themselves, you start talking about other clubs that are going badly. This is, this is oh, literally phase two of the laughing in recognition. Well, other clubs are a basket case too. So tell us about the Broncos and how bad they are.
1: Okay, well, as I said, they lost 59-0 to the Roosters. That's also a pretty good scoreline, to be fair. It is. Uh, not if you're a Brisbane fan, though. Uh, which means that coming back from the COVID uh, shutdown period, they've lost collectively 93-6. to six. So mm-hmm. they've scored six points and they've let in 93. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it doesn't look like it's getting much better for them. They've, lo- they've let go a whole host of players over the last couple of years, the latest being Andrew McCulloch.
0: Who performed quite well for the Knights of the weekend. That's right.
1: Uh, who else they lost? Dick Arima. Josh Maguire last year, whole host of them. Understand they've got some injuries, uh, but they've got former players taking pot shots at the coach. They've got is Matt Lodge the captain, or he's some sort of captain, and he's getting interviews, rolling his eyes when he's asked about Gordon Talis, and they're inviting Gordon Talis back, and Talis is saying no. Kevin Walters doesn't want anything to do with the joint. Leadership is being absolutely hammered. You know, Paul White, the CEO, doesn't let any of the former players in um they're cooked and they're a one-town team with a hell of a lot of money they've signed a coach for the best part of five or six years is my understanding and and they're getting absolutely pumped now granted they got some injuries but i mean do you do you find it funny when they lose Pezza?
0: well i do yeah i do give you some enjoyment I do, yeah, but I don't have an, a Sparks equivalent. If I had a Sparks equivalent, whoever the Broncos, yeah, it's not about the team losing; it's the right. p- it's the mate. But there's a difference between the Broncos and the Tigers. Are you saying that in relation to the Tigers? I mean, the, I mean, you sat here, you sat fourteen days ago, fourteen days I know, ago. I know what I did. And you said that they'd make the grand final, and That's... now you're sticking the boot into them. I mean, the Broncos finished in the top six last year.
1: Uh, was it? They did, didn't they? they were, or was it top, top eight? Top eight. They made the
0: eight. I don't know. They, I think they, they came out for the anyway. first week of the finals, did they? First yeah, week. to the okay. tune of 50-odd 50, okay. 50 so like points. Okay, so an average age of 20. 50-odd
1: points. Yeah. Okay. Why are they even bother getting there?
0: Better than the Tigers have done for 10 years. And these kids are like 17 years old. Right. You know, They'll bring back their best players. They'll probably make the top eight again. I'll they'll see you back fire. on the Broncos. I was never off the Broncos. But also, I understand that they're a young team who are going to go through some bad times because they're young. But they're going to come good because you know why? Why? The, the joints brought good players into the club Unlike certain other clubs They've what? got good players Brodie Croft? They've got good players at the Broncos. Jack Bird? David Fafita Okay Tavita Pangai Jr okay, There's
1: two Payne They didn't bring them but yeah
0: They're at the club mate I don't care how they got there They're there They've got the jersey on Broncos will be fine your mob, were they though? But no, you got to look at it relative,
1: you okay. know. Like they look look at the facilities, the money the Broncos
0: have, the third party deals. We they should hold can... them to a higher standard than the Tigers. Well, shouldn't you? We're leaving the salary cap area, aren't we?
1: Yeah, but that's a myth.
0: Well, everyone, everyone else seems to have got to go in the finals in the last 10 years. Anyway, let's not stick with the Tigers too much. Tell us about the Dragons.
1: Okay, well, look, there's probably a story that's pretty similar to the, the, the Tigers. And I don't really want to put the boot into the Dragons. Why is that? Oh, I've got a bit of a soft spot for the Dragons. I don't have a big problem with with them. Uh, you know, they merged for the sake of the competition as well. Most, most rugby league fans, if you have a standalone club that you support and have supported for a long time, you should be very grateful to teams like St. George, Illawarra and the West Tigers. Because uh, it's our clubs that Hats off that kept um, yours in the competition. So That's the first thing. Plus, you know, I like the thing south coast, mine. and well, that's because you blokes decided to merge with Manly, and that's not my problem. I can't, I can't help you with that one, mate. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't think anyone can. No, one, no one's
0: been able to help me yet.
1: Uh, but look, I mean, they're in a fair bit. Of, they're they're in a lot of trouble, St George, because on paper they've still got a pretty good team too. I think very you know, good team they got a good pack of forwards. Well, they, is that right? Is that right? Well, on paper. And as Billy Ray's friend of the show wrote in and said, well, you know, pity's not played on paper, it's played on grass. Exactly, so, that's true. But, you know, they still what? James Graham, Tyson Frizzell, Tarek Sims, Paul Vaughan. That's a lot of representative players point.
0: in there. Good point. Uh, ben Huntson, but there Tigers have bite their, uh, their arm Lillen. off for of those players. I would have thought so. Frizzell but, going to the Knights as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, Tristan Saylor wants out now. Uh, that young winger, I think it's Jason Saab wants out. I think he wants to come to the Tigers, so he's got some taste there. Mm. Uh, but I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. Paul McGregor seems like, you know, he's squeezed the sort of as much toothpaste out of the out of the tube as he could, <laughs> I think. <laughs> and really, like, I don't, I don't really know what they they can sort of do. They just seem. Like they don't have any, any more ideas. But I do feel for them. And I like I like Paul McGregor. What I love is a former player coaching his old club. There's nothing better than that, in nothing my better. view. Not there's not a lot better. In footy. Yeah. You know, is a, yeah, that's why I love Ricky Stewart at the Raiders. I think that's mm-hmm. fantastic. I love Dean Pay the
0: Bulldogs. You like custodianship, don't you? I yes. Custodian yeah, of I the think club. it's good. Yeah.
1: And it's just shows I like his... the
0: idea of club connection rather than just being uh, you know, an an elite NRL player coach stakeholder totally, who just flits yeah. between exactly. franchises because you're you're in the NRL you're not a club player you're mm. an NRL player mm. I, I've always struggled with that you yeah. know with my team going and stuff like that it's just like oh look I'm you know when I grew up I want to play in the NRL I was mm. like no son when you grow up you want to play for the club you support exactly mm. yeah, and that's exactly. a pipe dream that that salary cap destroyed that understand economically it yeah. doesn't really work how many players are playing these days who go like man I grew up supporting this team and in fact they go to some lengths players these days don't they to really like not say who they grew up supporting or there are a lot of players who just go look i was a freak growing up i wanted to play in the nrl and i don't really care who it's for and in fact do you reckon many of the players who play like supported teams massively growing up i reckon most of them would have yeah Yeah, you reckon yeah
1: yeah well they they all grew up playing footy they would have they would i mean you hear some of the stuff like play like People say, "Oh, I'm sure, they would have just followed the players and stuff like that." I was like, "I don't think they would have, mate." Like, you know, really, you look at most kids that are playing footy when they're young. I
0: don't know, yeah, mate, well,
1: I, you Look at guys playing footy when they're young, even between sort of the age five and mm-hmm. the age of fifteen, they're watching a team on TV yeah.
0: and they usually have a team. Good you know? players. I don't know. I I, a lot of, a do. lot of good young players. though were like these kids who are in the NRL now. They would have been the best player in their team mm-hmm. uh, easily and. And whatnot, like, I'm not sure how many... I mean, I've got no data to back this up, but how many of them are, like, diehard fans of clubs, you know, especially when they've got, like, clubs probably talking to them from when they're, like, 10, 11 years of age, mm. getting shopped around, playing in different rep teams yeah. and stuff. And, you know, it is the, the marketing dream, isn't it, of the NRL to kind of be... A lot more Americanized, where it is okay to follow certain players from franchises and stuff. I mean, I know that's the culture with the NBA, yeah. Uh, less so with the NFL, I think. So I just wouldn't surprise me if there weren't that many players. I mean, how often do you hear, as opposed to say in the Premier League or something, where a player joins a club and says, "This was my boyhood club." It's not a phrase you hear in rugby league that much, sadly. I should say, wouldn't well, it be nice? It's yeah, but it's sort of different
1: because a lot of these kids like. Harold Matthews is under 15 So it's sort of like 14 Mm. Even probably 13 some boys Mm. So what that's year 7 They're already playing For For potentially their future club Yeah yeah So So maybe they go for that club Yeah or even they just might be like I play for them It's just their club I don't go for them I play for them Yeah 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean Yeah Uh, Yeah, I like that So That's a sort of a shame too But that's probably sort of How it is for them And then I, I still would think Like if you're If you're a You know A young bloke playing for St George for example in the St George competition mm. you would imagine
0: Go for the dragons yeah yeah maybe yeah, i'd like to hear more from players about it about their we should their, talk to them more
1: yeah yeah okay all right we'll get on to them but um, yeah aside from uh Shane Flanning and pump, pumping them full of peptides i don't really know what the dragons are going to do to get better
0: speaking of playing for your club as um and and we'll get back to that i heard what you said there um and it's allegedly but um Speaking of playing for your club as a kid, mm. I've told you about how, like, when I was in year four, nine, ten years of age, I, I, all year, every week, I told, like, my class that I played for Norths under 10s, and, uh, like, we just played against different clubs. Now, have, have I ever told you that? Just standing in front of the, the entire oh, class. Oh, probably. Invariably, we won every game. I was playing seven, uh, and, um, and then... I and then, and I'd oh, and <laughs> play city country. Mm, um, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under 10s. Yeah. And, and um, one week, um, it, towards the end of the year, it must have been, uh, I, I said that we'd won the grand final. And Mr. Phillips, our teacher, was like, got me to explain it to the class and whatever. We beat Newcastle 24, 22. Uh, and I've kicked the goal from the sideline to win. He's like, I want to just tell, tell Assembly. About 100 kids in assembly at a smallish school I was at.
1: Well, who's this teacher of yours? He's not onto He's this. He doesn't understand the pathway well, system
0: a, or what? Um I I suspect looking back that he probably was onto all of it but never got in the road of it. Okay. I think he told a few lies himself to be honest, but um Yeah, as we all do. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, some more than others though, because yeah. he he was like, "Well, do you want to um do you want to tell assembly?" Like, "Yeah, absolutely." So I don't know what that says about a childhood personality or whatnot, but uh, I'm, I am came clean at the end of the year as well. There's people who listen to this show who will back that up. The season or the, the year? I think, well, the season was over, I, yeah. But I, I stood up in front of the school, um, the primary <laughs> school, and said I'd kick it from the sideline. I, I would, what 10 years old. I wouldn't have been able to kick the ball 20 metres. No. Who knows what's doing? Anyway. I don't even think in under 10s you would kick from the sideline. Th- there, sure. there wasn't even a North Sydney team. You just drop kicked in front yeah. of the post, I think, from memory. Yeah. And anyway, there was an end of year, um, like parents' barbecue at my teacher's, like parents' house up in Bilpin.
1: Mm. And we
0: were standing, I was standing, I remember standing in a triangle with like my dad and the four teacher mm. passing a footy around. And he said, Oh, where'd you learn to pass? Ricky Stewart. I said, No, Greg Barwick. And then, anyways, <laughs> I was going around. He started to say, Oh, how was the, oh, I think I'd said, Oh, there was city origin trials or <laughs> he's like well, was origin <laughs> trials early. And he said, Oh, how are the trials? I just ran off. <laughs> Anyway, Well handled uh, So yeah Flanagan and peptides Well I'm
1: just i was just a bit of a loose comment Okay I do Yeah
0: Set out the side of your mouth
1: Well you know yeah. Never forget Okay uh, who, 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 who
0: impressed you this weekend mate? Who are we looking at? Well Newcastle mm-hmm. Yeah They're in the they they grand were... final now? Mate, who there's new, nothing wrong who in finalists? the media.
1: There's nothing wrong with turning up at the start of a season and predicting, you know, a grand final side. I mean, I think that's a pretty tried and tested sort of thing. There's nothing morally wrong with for, right for, it. For a long time, however long the media's sort of been been around. Okay? And it's been around a while. Yeah. So, look, I don't have a massive problem with saying, yeah, I said Brisbane and Parramatta were going to make the grand final. Like, it's good that you continually emphasise the Brisbane staff. Do you know where Parramatta's sitting on the top of the comp, mate? They're sitting on the top of the comp. <laughs> They're on the top of the ladder. Sorry about that. I was getting a bit wound up. That's all right. Here you go. But, you know, why don't you focus on that? Why don't you focus on that part that I have seemed to, so far, have, have got exactly right. I've nailed it. They've just knocked off Manly.
0: Yeah, a te- you know? okay. A team who finished, where'd they finish last year? Manly? No, para. I don't know, 5th or something, 6th? Yeah, uh, good stuff, mate. A team that's good is doing well. I'm not okay, going to yeah, highlight but... that because that's to be expected. Oh, Guess right. what I think the grand finals will be?
1: It doesn't matter now. Like, what, after two weeks of, you know, new rules, one referee
0: and mini, a mini pre-season? Can you ask me a question? It's, it is more newsworthy that you predict the Broncos sensationally will make the grand final from 8th position last year and have actually gone on to concede 93 points in two weeks. Yeah, I'm going to raise that. Para playing well, good. They should be playing well. They finished. They finished fourth or fifth last year, or whatever. No, nah, they didn't finish fourth or fifth, mate. Well, they got week two of the semis, so the top six. And they they bring in a couple of good players, Ryan Madison, one of your mob, and Regan Campbell Gillard. Who else they bring in? I Galizic, don't know, but everyone that's, else. That's anyone else? Two that, anyone players, else they wanted to bring in? Yes, they're going to be better. Well done, mate. I think the Roosters will make the grand final. Personally, we're going to talk about that. No.
1: Could Not f- at this stage because no. we're midway into the well, season I mean, that's now. My it's answer very your question. easy. I'm very talk, easy. That's
0: right. If I'd said the West Tigers made the grand final, we'd talk about that. Yeah. But,
1: but you I know did, But you I know, didn't. You didn't say, and you know what you didn't say? What? What you did say? Nothing. Didn't predict anything. I'd I the the people that'd be most disappointed at that is the fans, you know. Mm. I'm sure the fans A would have loved to have heard your prediction. Mm. All right. And they also would have liked supporting what your prediction is throughout the rest of the season, all the way up until November or whenever the grand final is going to be, mm. but you didn't do it, and it's it's making a mockery. You're doing it now, mate. You know we're okay. into the season. Okay, no problem. all right. Well, let, let, let's talk about. Um, tell us who impressed you. Newcastle, mm-hmm. uh, begrudgingly, the Roosters did. Uh, they they look they look quite good, quite <laughs> cohesive. Uh, who else Man, I thought Manly and Parra Actually played a pretty good game of footy It was a good game of footy wasn't it uh, Actually, game actually of the code looked, looked like Two good teams playing each other mm. That we haven't seen All that much of mm. You know I didn't see all of the Canberra game I don't think Canberra played too well Like they'll still be up there uh, Man, are Penrith good? Yeah, I don't know That's the thing Because I think What I have found out Over these last two weeks In my opinion From what I've seen Is that Para, Manly, Newcastle, Canberra. Probably should throw the roosters in there. Of course you should. I don't really want it, but I will. So yeah. okay, there's five. The five, yep, for sure. The rest, I don't really know. And like I kind of put like Melbourne and Penrith together in mm. in the sense that yeah, they look they're playing, making some wins, but we don't know that much about the opposition yet. So uh, dropping Souths out. Done with Souths? Well, look, I just, I just don't think they've got a great side this yeah. year. All right, um, All right. I'm, I'm sorry to the Souths fans out there. It's okay if you're if you're worried about that.
0: I just, I'm not sure they're that worried about your opinion.
1: Yeah, I just think mostly uh, in the, in the pack in particular, you know, they're short. I think they're short a couple of pretty good forwards there. Right. Cam Murray can't do it on his own. Uh, they have been missing Cody Walker though. To be fair, so and James Roberts, so. Well, don't forget the Broncos bring back Ben Tio this week. Well, that is true. Hmm. That is true. Okay. We've got that coming up later in the show.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, good, good, good. Uh, I, I wanted to, speaking of the media sparks, I wanted mm. to just get your views quickly on a couple of teams that have been struggling and, you know, the fact that despite those struggles, look, a couple of the players still front it up. Oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah you've got this in your show notes. I so do yeah. Have you got a you got a few thoughts on players fronting up.
1: Oh well it just seems like the thing to do It doesn't matter how badly you play or what you do on the field just front up <laughs> with them in front of the mic and front up and and talk talk straight. I wish, I be, wish honest, I, yeah. be honest. Be honest. I guess it's a bit it's Volandis. it's a Volandis thing isn't it really? Mm-hmm. Just be there. Front up. Yeah. yeah. No Play but bad, you can't got
0: and can I ask um because this is a thing that you've observed and brought it to the show mm. Is it possible to front up to a press conference if you win? Like can you can you fulfil that category of fronting up or do you have to lose no. to get the kudos for fronting up?
1: It's a losing thing. Yeah.
0: So yeah. it's an upside to losing. You still front up. Yeah. right. you that's can be right. known as someone who fronts up.
1: Yeah, so from a like a, a
0: personal branding mm. point of view. in many ways, and I'll get to this later, but it does relate to you because one of your many text messages after um, the Tigers losing was, I don't, I th- I don't think I want to do the hill this week. <laughs> and yet you front it up. Well, that's right, exactly. So full credit to me, I guess. <laughs> and you live for that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I did not mind what Matt Lodge said. It's funny. Um, okay, well, off, off the field. So they're saying crowds are going to be back this week, Sparks. Now by crowds they mean corporates, right?
1: I think so. Yeah, it's I think not a crowd. it's well. What? It's people in the stands, mm. and I again, know. not the stands, I guess, but it's mm. the corporate suites. Mm. I guess they're just saying it's the the semantics same. It's, are boring, aren't you they? Know, exactly. People are
0: coming into the games; they're letting them in. Uh,
1: you know, that's it. It's happened to coincide with the same weekend as AFL. I reckon that was always a thing that the NRL was trying to get over the AFL was that even though AFL was going to start. League would have the crowds. Mm-hmm. Turns out
0: AFL can get about five thousand somewhere in South Australia. So made at the risk of you know aping offsiders' talk points. Mm-hmm. And I, was little, I was initially disappointed with offsiders on Sunday um, discussing rugby league for nineteen minutes with a panel of three, um, primarily AFL identities. Um, however, I later learned that Jess Halloran had pulled out, so she is, is a league centric journalist who also covers other things. But they wondered whether, you know, given that crowds can come in to matches now, that's it's um, lawful for that to happen, it's agreed by the government, should those crowds first and foremost be corporates and sponsors or should they be your everyday punter fan who wants to get out and see their team? What do you think? Punter or the fan, easy, hmm. easy. Is it easy. You, you recognise the complexity of it, don't you? I mean, a lot of these sponsors have kept these clubs going. Despite yeah, but they've the got something in return value. for it.
1: They've yeah. got, you know, they've
0: got their advertising. But it's a way of thanking because surely a lot of these sponsors, I mean, all seriousness, a lot of these sponsors uh, aren't getting a great deal back from rugby league clubs. I mean, it's probably a passion project, many of them getting involved.
1: Yeah, well, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of why every corporate support... Yeah, but let's talk
0: philosophy. Well, they probably are. You're a leader.
1: But I still think, you know, I, I still think it's... Well, what I would say is members should be in, mm. members. Mm. So people who pay for memberships, I think they should get first go at it because, yeah. you know, that's that's a fan financially committing to a club, you know, which I think is a pretty good thing to do, particularly in an uncertain season mm. where they may or may not have, you know, been able to actually go to a game. Mm. I think it should be the members.
0: Mm. Yeah. It'd be, wouldn't it be nice if sponsors who probably want value back and they want to bring clients along and get some value for the money they're putting in, wouldn't it be nice if occasional, like, if the odd sponsor said, you know what, we've got this allocation, give it to a couple of members. Wouldn't surprise me if you do. Yeah, so, and, and maybe just don't get the press out of it. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Nice. Would surprise me a lot. Uh, what, else, what else off field? Uh, $100 million rescue package as they're calling it from the NRL to the clubs can you tell us a little bit more about uh, not this?
1: too much more that's what they're sort of reporting uh, I saw it in the paper this morning I think the clubs are asking for a certain amount of money to stay afloat. the NrL's trying to pull that together from where I'm not really sure broadcasting Whatever. just numbers on a page uh and it's so it's now six point two five million to each club mm-hmm. so They've got that now, which I assume they sort of.
0: What would you do with six point two five million if you're the Tigers? What's the
1: first thing you're gonna start doing? Don't worry about the Tigers; just worry about inside, side. You know, it's the first. What's the first thing on the budget? You know, what, what, what we got to uh, cross off first? Oh, yep, yeah, those couple of plays that we released like the clubs. You know, that we're paying. You know, probably half or three quarters of their wage. That's the first mm. thing to go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We so sacked a coach. Man. We sacked a coach in the last couple of years. Oh, mm. yeah, we have. Yep. So it'll mm. be you know, a couple of hundred thousand for mm. his salary for the for the quarter uh what else we got yeah we'll pay pay a few more players you know we play in reserve grade uh and then yeah that's that money gone so yeah mm. happy days everyone stays afloat mm, nice like it
0: all right uh let's do are you interested sparks let's talk about a few issues you brought a few articles. Okay, Yeah, right. let's, let's stay on theme before we get into the silly stuff before we get into the stuff where we just regress to primary school students okay. So um, thank you once again for bringing a few articles as well. Hey, mate, it's a pleasure. It's my absolute pleasure. Thank you, mate. No, it is. And and I say that on behalf of the fans as well. All right. Who quite often get in touch with me privately to request I thank you for this.
1: Well, it's my pleasure. Mm. Uh, Look, I've probably got about three or four here. Okay. All right. No need to signpost it. Let's let's just get into it. We'll get into it. First one, how Regan Campbell Gillard? Put Brad Arthur on the rocks before Eels gave him a starring role. That's on NRL.com. dot com. Pezza, Dan Walsh,
0: are you interested? Let's do a um. Let's just get a clarification on the rules of this game as well. Like when you say you interested, like is it is it almost like um? And I can't believe I'm asking this four years after hill started and this segment started, but let's do it anyway. Mm. Like when you say are you interested, is it like are you clicking? Like do I want to know more? I'm
1: bringing the issue to you. All right, all the story, and I'm saying, are you interested?
0: Okay. I'm only clicking. I want to know more because I want to know what on the rocks means. That's why, and that's why it's a good headline because I want to know what the rock is. Is, okay. is the, what's the play. Don't and, get
1: okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm
0: just saying that's why I'm clicking. It's probably a bad reason, but like how Regan Campbell Gillard put Brad Arthur on the rocks before Eels gave him a starring role. Sounds like there's a story in that. It's like is he given it? And let me tell you what my thinking is. It's either some surfing accident or fishing accident or. Uh, something to do with you know giving him whiskey on the rocks, and he wanted it neat.
1: Yeah, okay. I don't think it's got anything
0: to do. Great. with Great. So of tell that. us what. Well, I'm in now, uh,
1: and it doesn't actually explain what. Um, what's,
0: what's he putting how,
1: Arthur on the rocks?
0: How he's put him on the rocks? That's what I don't care about him having a starring role. Okay, he's well, been up and down in Gillard for me, but all right. Like, look, you me,
1: said you're interested. I'll, I'll give you a little. How's bit he of put run him there. on the rocks? I don't know. I think what it refers to. <laughs> Is that because it's reading Campbell Gillard's first season at Parramatta? Here yes.
0: looks weird in a seals jersey, I have to say. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is mate. This is this is the article, uh, and I think it just sort of says that a couple of years ago, whether it was last year or the year before, uh, like Panthers like smashed Parra like in the first thirty minutes of, the, of round one, right? Like twenty four nil or something like that, and Campbell Gillard played a starring role in that sort of game or that half, and I think he put Arthur on the rocks. There, like he was like, Oh, Arthur's on shaky ground now because he can't coach because para oh, getting pumped. I see, right. so and so he's gone on the rocks there, but now he's come into the season the same for
0: Parramatta, the same guy, the same guy that nearly helped get rid of Arthur, exactly. As now, That's Brad right. Arthur's, yeah, knights yeah. in shining armor or eel in slippery water, yeah, and he's okay. um.
1: Yeah, and he's crediting Brad Arthur's yeah, okay. coaching uh, for his you know, rise in, in, in form. Let's move on. Uh, well, the next one, this is just basically an issue I read in the smh.com.au. I'm not going to read the whole article, but just basically Terry Lamb cleared of COVID-19. Are you interested?
0: I'm not interested in learning more about okay. his clearance from COVID-19. All good then. I will say I'm, I'm glad that Terry Lamb has... It's been clear from COVID nineteen. I feel like I have to overcompensate for the the way you criticize the Bulldogs on this show. Um and I had a COVID test myself last week. Thankfully it came up negative. A horrific test uh the nose I must say. Horrific. Hands on the steering wheel, slamming my feet on the ground. Much I mean they said it would be unpleasant. It was worse than that. Could it taste blood afterwards. And I did like that um Terry Lamb's Explanation of what happened was that he was simply paying his respects. Very um, Godfather. Mm. Yes, for me.
1: So, yeah, cool, cool. Now, next one is a bit um, bit of a different one. Peza, this um, this comes from uh, the Twitterverse, or is tw- it the Twitter sphere, the Twitterverse? Whatever you You're want to be. More in,
0: in if you say that's what it is and it makes sense, then you've Twitter made sphere. up a word. That's what Shakespeare always said.
1: Okay, so this comes from
0: uh, a guy called Daniel Eastwood
1: on his Twitter. Um. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to say that his like uh, profile is NRL Grand Final Touch Judge 2011. Mm. Oh, I love that. Now, That's are good. you interested? Uh,
0: I, I didn't realize. Yeah, I, I like that you're expanding. Are you interested into social media? And now you're just scrolling different accounts that you like. But yeah, I'm interested for that reason. Because I've always suspected that you're across far more social media and West Tigers message, message boards than you care to admit.
1: Yeah, well, anyway, his tweet here has just said, referees are trained to watch the ball. Touch judges are trained to watch around the ball and back play. When you put flags in the hands of referees, you get jack white and smashed off the ball with nobody seeing it. Are you interested?
0: <laughs> it's a tweet, isn't it? So there's actually no more. Is there more?
1: Well, are you interested in the issue? Are you interested yeah, in the Yeah, I like that. I like
0: that. Yeah, yeah, I'm into that. Because what they've done is, you know, Gavin Badger was running the line yeah, in one of these dis- games. You're disrespectful to Touchies. Well, I'm asking you, mate. You know, what do you reckon? <laughs> I, I like the I like the idea. I mean, I'm, I'm keen to be educated. I'm not going to pretend I know about the ins and outs. My, my um, expertise running the lines is in soccer games, you know, yeah. for the Albert Park Spiders, and um, it is tough. That's not bad, They're like, trained to watch around the ball. hmm mm. Pretty good, you reckon? That, and and was it an actual touchy or a former referee who made the call in Para Manly for that forward pass?
1: Yeah, good question. I'm not sure. I think it was a. I think that was. I'm not sure. I'm. I'm not going to say it was Gavin Badger, but I think it might have been.
0: Hey, just on that, just, just the forward pass. Yeah. Um, you and I had a back and forth about this, and um, there was a slight wind up for me when I said it was forward because I know that you tipped um, Manly, but um, and I tipped Para, but. uh I did think that, like, like I, I accept that the rule is that you know, if it goes backwards out of the hand, you know, it should be a judged, um, a fair pass. Like, I accept that's what the ruling is. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how much like, I necessarily agree with it. And I accept the Andrew Johns thing of throwing a rock out of a car and stuff like that. Oh, I do think the react. Yeah, Isaac Newton etc. <laughs> I don't know. We'll get to that. I, I thought that the um, the reaction to it, like, it's clearly like that. It was it was it was clearly a fair pass. Um, was over the top. Like I could see how it, at absolute speed and the way the touchy was running and where the touchy stopped as he watched the pass and tried to judge whether it was fair mm. could could result in a, a, a split second decision that says no, nah, that's forward. You know, I, I really, I really can. I can see that. I don't think it was like amazingly cut and dried. And obviously, once the replay start, you're, you know, you go, well, that was back and whatever. But it wasn't. It wasn't extremely obvious to me. And did you also notice with Ruben Garrick's finish with that great finish, etc. Oh, yeah. he, he basically like elbows Clint Gutherson in the neck, <laughs> but maybe they all did that to finish oh, your bumper f- bars, four, mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, your bumper <laughs> bars exactly. Just forearms <laughs> him and go. Yeah. Great finish. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I I didn't think it was that cut and dried I mean it's just one of those passes, like so many wingers and stuff, mate, they overrun the ball so much. Like yeah, the, that's I think true. the game the game like they put themselves in these positions where they can be called forward. Yep. There's so much flat stuff mm. out there. It's just like, mate, come from depth, do it the old way. Do it the way I remember as a child so I feel safe. Yeah.
1: Or they should just do what Daniel Eastwood says and go on. Stick to the touch judges, specialist yes. touchies Special on the touchline.
0: No refs. All very right. professional going through. Are you interested in All the yourself? best,
1: Daniel, too. Thanks, if you, Daniel. If you come across the show. He is, yeah yeah. Uh, okay, Pezza, two more for you. Seem familiar, question mark, what Brisbane's second team jersey could look like <laughs> from our mate or foe, the NRL Economist. Are you interested? Is
0: he our foe? He's my foe. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this, this bloke, the NRL Economist, is very interesting to us. Now, we want to hold fire a little bit here. We actually, and I didn't, I failed to say this on the show a few weeks ago, but we actually had the NRL Economist genuinely um, lined up to come on to the show, and uh, I had to cancel for personal reasons ahead of time. Uh, I would like to have the NRL Economist on the show. I think we should have him on. Yeah. um, Very, uh, yeah, like, I I just, you know, I I enjoy reading um, his or her tweets. I'm very curious as to the, the... where the NRL economist is coming from. I've listened to him. It is him. Uh, he, yeah, it is on, him. on other um, rugby league podcasts, clearly a um, knowledgeable enough person. Um, just um, just, the, just, the angle interests yeah. me. Great. Examines the media and finance of the NRL for the intellectual
1: <laughs> fan. That's us. 15-year uh, award-winning journo. All right. So uh, that's what he does on Twitter. We should get him on. Anyway, are you interested? He's talking about the Brisbane... <laughs> second Brisbane NRL I, team, I and am. what the jerseys could I am, look like. because I
0: like the NRL economist's agenda. I, I, I'm curious about his agenda. He particularly enjoys, as you say, bashing the West Tigers.
1: Now that's the jersey I'm showing up to you now. Yeah. And he's like, oh, the Tigers fans will be disappointed in this. I'm just showing pairs of jerseys. Of we might like have to put it up on the hill. One yellow, one purple. They look more like Storm jerseys, and then one's just black, and it has two Vs. It says Easts along the line of it. What's the East Tigers?
0: Yeah, I know so, that. But they're going to be rebranded the Firehawks, apparently. Well, mate, if, are you you... Um, and that was an exclusive from the uh, from the NRL Economist. It was his so, idea, wasn't it? See, mate, here's what, here's what I, where I'm getting... Here's what I want to throw out there that I've observed. Just facts about the mm. NRL Economist. Now, how this threads and w- is woven together or what it means is up to interpretation. One, a, an in, a massive piece on Coda Nasa that nobody asked for. A massive yeah. puff piece on Coda Nasa that nobody asked for with a couple of small details that were curious but I didn't see how it links to anything. Two, um, um, a consistent desire um, to publish information that denigrates the economic viability of suburban rugby league, particularly suburban rugby league in Sydney. Three, a particular focus on um, denigrating the West Tigers. And then when he's talking about suburban grounds, he focuses on North Sydney a lot mm. for a team that is no longer in the top grade. Five now has exclusive uh information about the second Brisbane team bid uh that that people didn't have. Obviously that's what exclusive means, including the colours and the name of that team. Thread those things together a little bit. I'm just I'm just wondering what and and then six, just a question I'm throwing out there. What reason does an NRL economist have to remain anonymous? If it is just simply to titillate around the um, identity, well, then fair play. Strange, but good. Mm. I like it. But why? Um, what, is, what is being concealed that may impact the information that we're well, reading? Well,
1: we could ask him. Hopefully we get him on the show and we can and so ask no, him.
0: No, I've, I've published this, so I've given him a heads up. So that was silly and that's why I'm bad journo. Right. But well, uh, yeah. so yeah, what are going
1: to be? The, gonna be the Firehawks, the Patriots, the Wolves, the Benigals, Bengals, Bengals, <laughs> Brisbane Bengals.
0: He did. Uh, he did. All have American, an, all protected brands. Well, Sparks, he did. Oh, that, that's for that. Um, that bid. He did say in an earlier survey. He did ask in an earlier survey what um, he included the Bears within that as well. So. Oh yeah. He's paid some. He's put some effort towards um, denigrating any Bears partnership up there as well.
1: All right, last article coming from a listener, which I don't mind. Listeners, get in touch with me, you know, for, for an are you interested, here or there. Pezza, uh, it comes from Ben Shine. Cheers mm-hmm. for this, Ben. Uh, yeah. Worst game of my life, Benji Marshall's warning to Ben Teo ahead of Bronco's return. Pezza, are you interested? Yep. Are you interested that Ben Teo's back at the Broncos? Yep. Are you interested in Marshall telling him what the advice is, mm. the worst game might be, what... What are we looking at? All all, all levels okay. of that. Ben Teo's back. It could be, a, you know, it could actually, you know, get the Broncos back up there. You know, they did win their first two games pre-COVID, don't forget. So they, you no, know. I haven't they, forgotten. They win this game with um, a harder man, I guess, coming into the team, a more experienced player. Uh, premiership been... winner, mm-hmm. British and Irish Lions. Mm-hmm. Former West Tigers. Former West Tigers player. He's back. Anyway, Benji Marshall just said I think his worst game. Was he a Lion as well, Ben Teo?
0: He played British <sighs> He played for England. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, it was a different team, isn't it? I was
1: just doing that off the top of my head. I'm, pr- I know it's, I know it's a different team. I'm obviously aware of that. Uh, we had some feedback about my rugby union comments, actually. Didn't I know. We? Uh, well, should we get to? Should we address that now? Yeah, or? yeah,
0: yeah. What was that? Um we're going to the hill page now. We'll do this live podcast. Do this all the time. So it uh, was, it was Jack William. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Jack William. It was Michael Henry who that wrote was in. It, yeah. On Friday, Uh, Michael writes in, so we're talking about rugby union, Michael writes in, boys, uh, to our DMs, and you can do that uh, on Facebook. Boys, keep up the great work, but have to pull you up on one thing. Tim mentioned that George Smith and Phil Wall were dominating Australian rugby in the mid-2000s, colon, and you get scared when someone uses a colon. This was offensive to me and any discerning union fan. To suggest that War was in the same universe as Smith as a footballer is really troubling. Never forget that Oz win the 2003 World Cup with Finnegan at six and War in the stands. Luke Lewis seems like a good fella. Mm. What, what's your response oh, to that? Well,
1: thanks for getting in touch. We like it. Really yeah, like that. Nice, yeah, that's uh, nice. Yeah, fair enough. I'll, I guess I'll cut that on the chin. I mean, I, I, I was just saying what I was, you know... Uh, what I listened to at a coaching course. I still you, think Phil was still a pretty good player, but maybe, maybe is that where well, it's a league show here? I'll back you. Is up Michael here. saying, hey, hey, "You know, Michael, stay, hey, in my hey, stay my
0: lane, stay in my lane." Hey, Michael. By the end of the careers, I'd agree, but at the period Tim was talking about, disagree. There was there was a period for a good year or two where Phil War and George Smith were on were on equal footing, and Tim and and we've said made no apologies no. for the fact, Michael, that much of our brain, minds, mm. souls are suspended in those years, and those years are. About two thousand to two thousand and two three. Yes. Okay. That's all right. All right. Phil War. Okay. Admittedly, he just graduated from Shaw, but he was you know a young hot, hot upstart, and so was George Smith mm-hmm. coming onto the onto the scene. George Smith goes on to become a much better player than Phil War. Agreed. Yeah. That's okay. right. But at the time, so yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll approach that differently. I'm sure Michael's uh, big enough to uh, accept that. Oh, totally. Uh,
1: ben Teo, sixteen test caps for England. Uh, two caps for the British and Irish Lions tour of new zealand so okay. cheers for that wow that's how you interested mate
0: oh, that's a segment good. very good okay time for who would, who would you rather be all right let's do it now we had uh we've, we've had a lot of requests a lot of suggestions and we appreciate them from all of our fans from all of our many many dozen of fans and uh we're going to pick one from Adrian Leong, another friend of the show, uh, over the other side of the world as well, Adrian, and uh, he, he submitted about six or seven. Started to get a bit upset that we didn't respond to any of them, mm. but we have picked one. You've picked one today, Sparks, so perhaps you could introduce it.
1: Yep, well, thanks for the... thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> who would you rather be, Pezza? Martin Bella, or Martin Lang?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you how I initially reacted to this. I do think there's a um, pretty strong difference in... Like skill, ability, success in their career Between the two players I think Martin Bella is a much more skillful prop Than Martin Lang And I think his um, club and representative career reflects this Mm -hmm. Uh, He's a multi-premiership winner Or is it just a solitary one one premiership with the Dogs? So No, that's wrong too No, he's actually not won a premiership No, he hasn't won one He hasn't won one He played in the grand final uh, for the Dogs, pardon me Uh, Drop the ball at the kickoff he did, and he always remembered that. And one thing, and I think we've talked about Martin Bell before, one thing I never realised with Martin Beller is that he actually came into my consciousness as a Manly player when mm. I started following rugby league 1991. So I you know, went from Manly to the Bulldogs uh, and then you know, uh, had a couple of pre-Super League years with, with some money with North Queensland and Gold Coast, probably back home up in Queensland. I knew he'd played for the Bears, but what I didn't appreciate is he actually played more games for the Bears uh, as a club than any other club. And he played at, and so he had four seasons at Norths, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, before Manly snapped him up, which is pretty much what Manly did with most of North's good players until the nineties, uh, where they had their own money, the Bears, and no one talks about how that was poker machine money from uh, North Sydney League's club. So, but very good player, Martin Bella. But he was in my family, you know. He was a Manly player who played for Queensland, who was kind of the it was the rival um the interstate rival to Paul mm. Harrigan mm. and I always he always struck me as a shorter uglier version of Har- you know like like version of ha- Queensland version of Harrigan uh mm. and I just always was really happy that the chief was you know part of my state and Martin Bella was the kind of the ugly villain mm um but um, I accept he was a better player than, than Lang. I just never saw how Martin Bell was really good because I, you know, when you're eight years old, you don't really understand which props are good unless they're massive and they make big hits, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, or or unless they're like playing for your team. Yeah, uh, Do you know yeah, what I mean exactly. when you're following them. Yeah, yeah. What about Lang, mate? Are you, what do you? You
0: know, I guess my thoughts on Martin Lang are like I just also know. a Queenslander. Yeah, Queenslander. Uh, Martin Lang just um, was a was a was like just a human pinball. You know that—that's the way I saw him. I mean, yeah, he literally, it, 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 yeah, it was just like. Some of the didn't contact. seem to. Yeah, Whoa. it was. It was just. He just loved running top speed at defenses, yeah. and there was no better player for whom to create a slow-motion replay when contact was made. Yeah, the Just watching the, the hair, the the, war, the, the the liquid come off it, the, the head jolt, and you wonder about the brain and the yeah. impact of the brain. There was no subtlety to the game. There's no footwork. Not that I particularly need that in props. I recognise it's good, mm. you know, to have that sort of stuff. There's no real offload there. Uh, but obviously it was admired uh, and you went hard. And, yeah, I mean, I I, can't, I don't really know what else to say Enough to win a premiership. Yeah, Kaylee's at least won a premiership, hasn't he? the so, Panthers. Yeah,
1: look, uh, at the end of the day, so that, you're winning premierships there for the Panthers, circuiting Craig, Craig Gower and all those boys.
0: Yeah, that's good. that's good, and I'm doing that in my career. Yeah, you that's know, right. So, well, yeah, I did do that. In that. I, well, I did do that last week when I chose Luke Lewis, didn't I? But. Uh, we're talking about this week. That's right. Look, I'm going to go Martin Bella because I get to play four seasons at the Bears, 86 to 89. I get to play with you know a young Greg Fluorimo. I get to play with Mark Graham. I get to go to Percy's. You know, I'm not passing up the chance of being a Queensland Australian player who plays at the Bears for a couple of years, even if it does mean I go on and play yeah, for Manly and the Dogs and stuff like that. You know, it's a it's a an, an excellent career in many ways. It's a um, it's an offensive comparison um, between the two players. It usually is. <laughs> that's true And that's good That's good for the entertainment But that, that's me what, what about yourself? You know what
1: I'm going to surprise everyone tonight And I'm actually going to go I'm going to put my Canterbury bias To the side a little nice. bit Nice And it's a bit in homage Of their performance on the weekend okay. 22 to 2 and nice. Playing for Dean Pay I really did I, I do respect the Bulldogs uh, And I'm actually going to go Bella uh, For a couple of reasons One For what Or you just said then <laughs> But also we're going to add on The fact that you played For North Queensland Cowboys And the Gold Coast Chargers okay. for More than one season Not bad And some time in the Queensland Cup. I would have just liked that in the 80s, see what it was like. Hmm. So it's Bella.
0: Bella. Okay, nice. Martin Bella is the winner this week of uh, Who Would You Rather Be? Uh, Now, Tim, it's time. Should we cue the music? Yeah, mate, get it going. Okay, just do what you have to do. I want to, uh, I want to kick off with some content um, to read. Okay, okay, and it actually is written by. So you're writing this one, are you? I d- I just let, let me frame it up. Okay, written by Tim Sparks. Okay, okay. Date. Um. Oh, now dated Sunday evening. Um. Eight. Where are we look? What are we looking at? Yeah, eight twenty. Mm-hmm. Here. Okay. All right. Um. Tim Sparks, eight twenty. Anyone go on commentary? Can it, can they explain? We don't deserve to win this anyway. This is just before the game finishes. Mm-hmm. Worst loss in the joint ventures history. That's a disgrace. Embarrassing. Fuck me.
1: <laughs> hey, my, Ben, ben Shine
0: says very depressing. Sparks. Easily the worst lost. I'm almost done with it. Hey, yeah, Pezza, hey, hey, hey. full credit to the Gold Coast. <laughs> Sparks, nope. That was awful. Um, and, he, and then a picture from you saying the Gold Coast Titans have won their first NRL match in 364 days. Then under that, you're right, like, fuck me. Uh, and then under that, you're right like, I don't want to do the heel this week. Very
1: and, emotional.
0: Uh, yeah. And uh, Ben, Ben, our friend, said less said about the game, the better. And I wrote back, not sure about that. Uh, so, with that in mind, run us through the performance, and obviously we're going to get into the subsections there. Uh, I'll, I'll ask a few questions, but kick us off.
1: Well, I guess the reason, obviously, I was disappointed, and upset at the end of that game. Okay. I think don't do a press conference. Just, no, get no, into no, it. no. What I want to do is provide people with a bit of context and understanding. I guess what f- from prior to that game, I really felt like the Tigers were changing a bit under Madge. You know, we were shaking off this sort of uh, mentality where we can only win as underdogs. You know, as soon as we're in front, as soon as we're expected to win. we just What gave luck. you that
0: feeling? Beating Cronulla?
1: Maybe a little bit. Maybe the Cronulla game a little bit. Maybe the St George game at the start of the year. Uh, maybe just... The media reminding me, like, how hard-working and disciplinarian Madge is, so therefore it must be happening. Uh, mm. Maybe just wanting it to to be that way as well, mm. without any actual tangible evidence mm. or all options. Mm. And, yeah, and, you know, and realistically, if you're a half-decent team, you should have put that Gold Coast... And I say this all due respect. Like, they, he, uh, Holbrook dropped, like... You know, Pete's Cartwright, um, other guys that were seasoned first graders, their best players, like it was a reserve grade team. Uh, If you're fair dinkum, you go on and and win that game by 20 or 30 points. The Tigers had a 12-point lead twice, had an opportunity to do that. You said that that before
0: the game as well. Yeah.
1: And it was just – because I'm aspirational, you see. Like I want – I think that we should be better. We're not just a a middling team that, you know, can, you know, put in – Half a dozen good performances yes, against... Well, I think we can be better than that. You so are. I in say, fact, you yeah, could possibly go. worse and than I'm a middle I'm happy to team. go and publicly say that, that we should win by 30 if we're fair income about this. And they should have because they they were, had them. Uh, you know, we would... One try, both times, if you're up by 12 points, if you score one more try, that's the game. All right? In, in any game of footy, really. Not many teams come back from 16, 18 points down. Uh, they had that opportunity twice, including 20 minutes, and they stuffed it up. And it was extremely, extremely disappointing. So that's why I said those things. Uh,
0: Is it, do, you, do you still believe, as you said on that night, that it's the worst loss in the joint ventures history? Because there's been it's, some good ones. It's,
1: well, it's got to be up there. It's okay, gotta so you've you softened it. Oh, well, you know, I was emotional.
0: So you softened it, just agree. Oh, like,
1: I, you don't ask me like, oh, what are the top five losses or something like that? Like we had that time, you know, when the, in the, when the break definitely. was over. Not. So don't put me on the spot with that stuff. Uh, but it's definitely up there. Just Not just like the loss going into it, but the fact that they had the 12-point lead twice um, and were really, you know, when it, they could score tries quite easily against them. Uh, and they lost the
0: game is like, there something lost the um, game. can I ask whether there's something particularly deflating about this manner of loss to um, the worst team in the competition who hasn't won for one year uh, happening under a coach who is known for being a disciplinarian, a military man, a hard worker mm-hmm. um, with high standards, not tolerating bullshit. That even he, you know, this, this prodigal son, the, the disciple number one of Craig Bellamy, mm. uh, still cannot get.
1: Yeah. It's the, the,
0: the Tigers club spirit of getting complacent when it get, when, when they're playing a soft team. Yeah, well, it's concerning. Still transcends Michael Maguire.
1: Yeah, it's concerning. Yeah, definitely. And that's why you just think, well, when's it ever going to change?
0: Mm-hmm. How much does this loss tarnish Maguire?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It'd have to... Well, that's... Because th- this, is, this is the question and the reason I say I don't know is because there's... it's, it's I think there's three th- there's three things you could say. All right, there's a problem with the club. Ingrained culturally. That's the issue. So the culture of the club, you know, uh, they're happy being mediocre. They don't understand how to win when they're in front uh, and they're not aspirational. That's one thing, all right? And it's culturally ingrained and... You know, it, it, it takes more than one person to fix a culture. Two, you could just say the simply the players aren't there and they never have been there. You know, and we spoke about this off air. You know, they've. I think the, the Tigers have had one state of origin forward in the last 10 years, all right, in Aaron Woods. Like It's not good enough that you're not going to either produce one or bring one to the club. You're not going to push the and better teams.
0: Go. Origin forwards. Uh, sorry, I just mean origin players. I'm talking about
1: origin forwards though mm. in particular because uh, you pretty much need minimum two rep forwards in your pack to do anything, all right? So you, so you could just simply say the Tigers don't have the players, all right, and they haven't for the best part of 10 years. Or, yeah, you could say it's the coach as well. But, you know, sadly… Or you
0: could say it's all three. You could say that. Shit culture, shit players, coach not up to it.
1: Okay. Well, what's the culture like at Brisbane right now, do you think? No, let's. No, hey. just no, no, no. Just answer the question. Why? I mean, because I is, this an is, this is water an What a battery!
0: You're just doing it again. It's not, it not what a battery. The last time the Tigers started sucking last no, year, no, no, you started talking about para.
1: Just answer the question. I'm not just going to say. I Broncos
0: culture is probably no good at the moment.
1: Okay, so the point with that is, is that once upon a time at that club, the culture was probably the pinnacle of rugby league. All right, and it's gone from being that strong to now being extremely weak. So it just, sh- it just shows that it can be from whoever that cultures in football clubs can change.
0: Yeah, but there's a difference okay. between how long that bad culture is retained for. Totally. And how quickly it changes. Yeah,
1: and so all I'm saying is that if it, if it can go from really strong to really poor at Brisbane, there's no reason that it can't go from really poor to really strong at the Tigers. Like, it is possible.
0: How long has it been poor for at the Broncos, do you think?
1: Oh, to be honest, th- apart from those couple of years when Wayne Bennett came back, it probably seemed like it was for the for the best part of a decade, really.
0: The Broncos have, it, have managed have managed some very one what, grand say, final, have, have managed one grand final,
1: and that was when Wayne Bennett was there. And you're not comparing
0: cards. the results of the Broncos and the Tigers now, surely? The Tigers culture has Standards. been the Tigers culture has been disgraceful for a decade or more. Well. And it, but that's the thing. You're saying it's the
1: culture, but maybe it's just the players.
0: Maybe it's both. I'm saying it's all three, brother.
1: Okay. Well, then, so it's the culture, it's the players, those two.
0: And possibly the coach.
1: Well, yeah. Well, there's been about five different coaches. Yeah. so Look, it hurts me a lot to say it, but, you know, the common denominator with all this going through. There's not many players left, but Benji and Chris Lawrence are the last ones that have been around for a while. Benji? You know, and Image uh, dropped Benji Marshall this, uh, for this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a Benji. harsh thing to say, but, you know, maybe that's part of it. And he, he was disappointing, I thought. Uh, and yeah, it d- definitely hurts me to say that because he's probably my favourite player.
0: You reckon you're saying that if, uh, you know, the referee decides that Tyrone Peach or whoever it was is offside when he no, gets that ball? because because no. Because otherwise oh. then Benji has won the game.
1: Uh, but Benji should have dived on the ball.
0: I know, but would you say that if the referee had made a different decision?
1: Yeah, I don't know. but And that's why sometimes losing is actually a positive. Because, <laughs> I love this. Because it doesn't, you know, mask over underlying issues. Mm. So, look you know Benji's not there I mean Josh Reynolds certainly isn't the answer but that's what they've got at the moment uh, I love that you know Madge's probably been listening to the show he's put Willie Talao on the wing there uh, in front of Jennings which is a re- that's a really positive thing they can keep doing that with bringing some more young guys through uh, Harry Grant has just been an absolute godsend like God knows what would have happened if we didn't have him uh, against uh, the, the Titans but yeah Cheekham comes back in, and actually Russell Pack is back in. So that's, it'll be interesting to actually see what what he can do. He Given has the Tigers just lost to last
0: year. Um, a reserve grade side, as you call it, can they afford to be as, uh, um, I guess, luxurious no, I in don't. their treatment of their best and fairest from last year as there been? I mean, how is there not a spot? In the seventeen for Corey Thompson. Well, we've talked
1: about this, mate.
0: Like I told you, Do the Tigers lose that game if Corey Thompson's playing on the weekend instead of Robert Jennings?
1: Well, I don't know, mate. I don't know how tall Anthony Don is, but he's pretty tall. They probably would have just kicked to him, and he would have jumped over him. You know, like well, they kicked yeah. to the Jennings every time, I and mean, he dropped mm, it. Mm. <laughs> like I'm aware of that, and like I've I've never said Jennings should be in because he's a good player. I'm saying he's in there because he's big. All right. Now it's better to see Willie to uh, Willie Talau. Tommy Talau might be big oh, be and be able to as well. It that'd would be, be that'd be the that. ideal. Mm. Uh, but you know, it's it, it, it. I don't even think that's the point because the the problem is it's just fast becoming that this season will be a write off again. Um, and sadly, like we can't. If it's going to be a write off, just get the young blokes in. Get Talau in. Get Dylan Smith in. Um, if they're going to bring Jason Sard back from Saints, get him in, and you know, give guys like Safarth um, or Musgrove, yeah, Garner, like I don't know, he's been dropped. Just give them games, and they'll get better. But the fucked thing that keeps happening is because guys like Embiid and Reynolds and Packer are taking up a third of our salary cap. They have to be played, and then they're not going to—they're not going to do anything for us. Apart from maybe sneak into the eight, And then They'll just be released anyway So It's getting pretty frustrating But At least you know It sounds like Madge Had a different uh, Tone in his voice
0: After the game So He's oh, pretty honest, okay. so. He's, ten- uh, he's fronted up to the press conference He fronted up He fronted up And, he fronted he's, it up. and, he's, and he's giving you a bit of hope He fronted it up Who they got
1: this week? No oh, they got the Raiders mate They're pretty handy side so, yeah, a couple of, couple of positives. Harry Grant was really good. Alex Twile is, is is turning um, into a really good forward player. Um, probably be some origin for him, actually, somewhere down the track, I reckon. So, look, you know, if anything, if history's to go by anything, you know, the camera's a really good side, the Tigers actually get up for those games. Yeah. Um, Although they've got a really poor record against Canberra too, so who knows what'll happen, mate? But we can only look forward to it and try and enjoy it when it comes around, Pezza.
0: Question from top fan Ben Shine. After um, I wrote, please submit your questions for Tiger uh-huh. Corner. First time I've done that. Um, ben says, does Tim find it reassuring that during such tumultuous times, he's mm. referring to the yes, world? Yes, yes, yes here, I understand that. Yeah, the one thing he can rely on. Is the Tigers disappointing? Well, there's him. something
1: comforting in it, isn't there? Some sort of sense of normality. Well,
0: as they say, nature is healing. Mm. Nature is healing. You've mm. never—I mean, let's let's be let's be honest. You've actually never been comfortable with Tigers' success. You're less <laughs> no, comfortable well, with them. I mean, when they were when, no, they were when they were winning, famous, you yeah. did not know what to do. You didn't wear the badge of winner yeah, well. Hard, yeah. You didn't know how no, to deal true. with it. It's true. You didn't know how to deal with attacking football, especially. It's true. You need grinding football up oh. the middle and honourable losses. To big losses, and that's what you're going to get this year with the Tigers. Yeah, well, Anything else to add? Onwards and upwards, mate. Mm. Please keep submitting your questions for Tiger Corner. I can't, it's, as you can hear, it's difficult to carry this myself, but um, somehow after losing to the Titans, Sparks says onwards and upwards and says, Manages to, to put in that it's good that Tommy Tlow is playing. What could have been, Sparks? <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll try and get myself
1: up for this one um, after that. It's going to be difficult, but it's actually... Was that okay?
0: I know you didn't want to do the heel this
1: week. Are you feeling oh, mate, okay or you... It was okay. I thought you... Yeah. Your, your comments at the top of the show have disillusioned me a fair bit. Have they? Um, have with, they, with, mate? With a fair bit of the spirit of this, so... Yeah, uh, yeah right. Have they? Because um, yeah, it it's... really
0: bothers you that I enjoy your reaction yeah. to losing.
1: Yep. Um. So that's the answer I'm giving to your question, mate. Mm. Uh, what could have been for this week... Uh look I thought on paper it wasn't a bad one. Uh I came up with you know because of what's going to happen this week on Saturday night with Knights playing Storm I've gone 1997 Newcastle Knights uh up against uh, the two 2017 uh, Melbourne Storm so it's the two premiership sides. Um I've put it at A Friday night at Marathon in 97. Mm -hmm. And because we are in what would usually be around round 14, Origin 1 would have just been played. I thought, well, you know what? Let's have it after the Origin game. Origin 1. Okay, back in 97, so we've got a culture of backing up, not, not sports science. All right, we've got sides backing up. And I've also said in there that New South Wales have won 18 14. All right, so you know, starting to have a think about it. did the New South Wales players go a bit too hard in the drink on the Wednesday, in the celebrations? You know, <laughs> Queensland blokes might have a point to prove. Uh, and the results, as far as the engagement went, uh, were s- Slim Pickings. Yeah, that's All show. right, this week. And look, thanks to the couple of guys that usually get involved, which is Ben Shine, yourself, Michael Sullivan. All right, there was a bit, but not as much. as We're usually getting a fair bit, and we actually seem to be developing a fair bit of uh, traction, I guess, with mm. this show the last few weeks. Mm. The only thing I can decide or decipher from this is, it's the first time I've used the Storm. Mm-hmm. And people have shown absolutely no interest. <laughs> All right, so I dare say it'll be the last time we we'll use the storm. <laughs> All right, and I'll just go off with uh, what Michael Sullivan said: ninety-seven nights. Firstly, they are the team that saved rugby league from itself during the Super League War. Secondly, Melbourne is more talented, but so are Manly. It didn't matter the GF. Plus, new we have Craigie, who is who at his best? I think equal to Mitchell at his best. The troll, yep, nights for me. Ben Shine just said. Uh, Nights no, just based on the uh, on the Cotton jerseys Too heavy for the storm So We'll go with that there I reckon uh, But yeah I think if, if it's anything and, and please get in touch And pick me up If, if I'm wrong here uh, But if it's a Melbourne storm thing Really happy to have the feedback And yeah I'll just never Never get them involved again More than happy <laughs> to Leave them out of it What's um What's the crowd? Oh it's Oh it's huge Friday night 97 It's a nice night mm. I don't know, like 21,000. Yeah, right. Like they're packed in. Mm.
0: Funny to think about them playing in 97 because it was ARL Super League split. Yeah, I know. Super League team. true. I mean, that would have drawn a huge crowd given that it would have been breaching all sorts of legalities. Yeah, well, that's right. Playing.
1: Well I guess that's the other part of the what could have been. Like what I mean, could, what have, could been have been if that? there was no Super League yeah, more? Um, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. the storm of actually yeah. not even a club then. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's what people are just like, well hang on, they're not even club sparks. is yeah. ridiculous. Exactly. You know, we're to go along with most things, but people this will be is like, just, is this Melbourne side. <laughs> yeah. Melbourne. What? <laughs> what the hell? Is it so like Mel Melbourne yeah.
0: Melbourne Demons or something yeah, like that? Exactly. Just a park side playing <laughs> in a kind of Queensland comp or something like that. Yeah. 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 Uh
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I mean... Any 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 comments, made Anything to... Look... I,
0: oh, I yeah, I rolled probably... out... Robbie O'Davis was the only scratcher. Yeah, I know. Uh, it disappointed me, you know, because I really would have liked to have seen him play at Marathon on a Friday night O'Davis the, for Slater would
1: have been good. Yeah,
0: but... Imagine yeah. if they would have been both in the same origin side, though. No, Davis would have been on the wing. Davis often went on the wing, didn't he? Who, who was full back then? I mean, it was Lockyer early. Yeah, uh, Davis
1: was one of those yeah. first guys to like, and then sort of Slater star on the wing. Boyd was on the wing, like the I, I recall um, Brasher, I it,
0: Brasher and Mullins used to do that too. Didn't yeah. they? Brett Mullins would play on the wing for Brasher, which yeah. is uh, good for Brasher. That's how my first Brasher ever was. origin um, I went to was in '95. Actually, yes, it was. Anyway,
1: hey, well. I just wanted to get Jason Moody in there because I was like, oh, where's Jason Moody in all this? You know, that. Mm-hmm. even like that, that, like I looked at the 97 nights uh, like outside backs, like the outside back line, um, the centre three quarters, if you will, mm-hmm. and have a listen to it. Robbie O'Davis, Darren Albert, Adam McDougal, Owen Craigie, Mark Hughes. Mm-hmm. Like, that is just – that's an outstanding back line in itself. Like, you got the skill and speed McDougal's of o- – in
0: the centres and Hughes is on the wing. I
1: know. That's what I thought. Because mm. Hughes ends up going to fullback. Like, by one I'm pretty sure Mark Hughes played fullback in that yeah. grand final. But you've got, like, you've got the, just the out-and-out out class of O'Davis. Absolute speed with Darren Albert. Like, strength and obviously, you know, skill, but predominantly, like, strength and speed with McDougall on one wing. Andrew center. Johns or Matthew Johns, I think, said Owen Craig is the most talented hmm. and gifted footballer they ever played with. He's on the, in the other centre. And then Mark Hughes.
0: Well, and you're missing someone too who was injured that
1: year. Yeah, well, well, as I said, Jason Moody's been left out.
0: No, you missed someone else. Yeah, Gidley. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I, Gidley, did, Gidley didn't play in the grand final side. All right. There's different ways I do this. I look at the grand final side usually and then, you know what I do after that no, I don't know what you do I usually look at the, the preliminary final alright and see if I've missed anything if there's real any notable admissions and Gilly didn't come up so he must have got injured pretty early in the piece
0: round 16
1: alright so round 14 he actually I should have included him which I think if you go back to the history books you'll find the Knights actually beat South Queensland uh, crushes uh, at Lang Park about 20 to 4 or something like that In the 97
0: season? I think it's really, like, just for loyalty and nostalgic reasons alone, like, I can't have it personally, can't have a hypothetical game at Marathon Stadium Friday night in 1997 in which Andrew Johns and Matthew Johns are playing in the halves that does not see Newcastle emerge victors. Mm. I cannot remember any games, especially night games, Mm. where they didn't. Except I sort of have a memory that the Roosters used to turn up when they played. Parramatta did.
1: There's a team that did.
0: Mm. Brian Smith's like
1: Parramatta team. Yeah. At that time, Parramatta, like Bill Harrigan, like sent like four, yeah, four Parramatta guys, guys, guys on, to the semi yeah, yeah, and like yeah. Brian Smith like came right down on the field and like fully clapped his hands as mm. all these players um, came off the field.
0: Yeah, weird stuff happened when he was coach for para. Yeah, yeah. But All right, for mine. Well, don't think we've got any submissions this week, Sparks, although there was a nice... No, I mean, uh, I guess we, we I got one from referenced a couple. Well, that's true. I am the erotic warrior. Got back in touch after his excellent question last week about how he'd explain fatty warrior oh, yeah. to a US uh, person. And uh, he said, or she said, thanks for giving it a run. Perhaps to understand fatty is to understand the game, mm. Australia, and at the risk of hyperbole, life itself. I like it. And goes on to say, thanks uh, for a welcome distraction every week, enjoy the week ahead. So oh, that's a lovely good. message from a fan. You can always well, submit any questions in for mine. I don't know we've yeah, actually addressed a few of them throughout comments. the show. Yeah, comments yeah. as well. Uh, Rugby
1: union stuff. If you want to pick us up on that, yeah, uh, totally
0: fine. I genuinely mean that. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, you know, not not precious about the criticism. Except, hey, yeah, yeah.
1: Go on. Sorry. Are we done with that?
0: Uh, sure. yeah. Okay. Yep
1: just got to mention the tipping comp.
0: Yeah, please. Yeah. Because
1: it was on the agenda for last week and yeah. we we missed it. Uh we've had plenty of um people come in. The the tipping competition's gone from about 4 to 12 in the space of a fortnight and I think someone um even joined like as recently as uh uh Tuesday I had it in front of me and now it's gone. But yeah, I think it was Sunday, Darren James, awesome. Welcome aboard. Thanks very much. So I think you can still if you're if you're part, if you're chipping via nrl.com, I think you can join that comp whenever you want. Mm-hmm. So the more the more the merrier. But surely, if you're in Super surely, Brew, for
0: example. Yeah, exactly.
1: You can't. Oh no, yeah, if you're using another platform, you can't. Super Brew. Uh but yeah, look, quick shout out to Oh it's Rod Point Wattlebirds uh, has hit the front. Drew's Eagles was coming first the whole time. Mm. Uh, he's dropped off. Mm. Uh, and we've got the Grizzly Rabbits there uh, also on 21, so only one point splitting uh, first and third, so we won't go through everyone. Um,
0: you, you had a poor round?
1: Yeah, I had a, had a very poor round that made made life worse for me uh, and it compounded by you jumping me now, so you're you're one point uh, ahead of me. So get your tips in.
0: And, and for those uh, who tip are... With your,
1: tip with your head or your heart or both. We won't hold mm. it against you. How do you tip? Uh, it's oh, it's complicated. Tipping's no good for me, as you can imagine. I have all sorts of weird and strange biases and theories. And I reckon if you watch too many, if you watch to too
0: many programs, it it becomes difficult to tip.
1: The programs is not, programs are not my thing. Like this, is what happens to me, right? Like for example, I say, oh, Brisbane are going to make the grand final, so now I, I'm going to want, for my own pride, um, is for Brisbane to basically win every game. So therefore, I've got to be tipping them if I want to well, go what's for the
0: issue
1: them. There? Uh, well, pride. yeah, because if they're going to play manly in the Central Coast this week after losing 93-6 to six in the last two games, it'd be pretty hard to tip them, but maybe I will. You also tip the Tigers every match too.
0: Yeah, exactly. Have Don't you know? ever tipped
1: against them? No. My thing about it this week, I'm not sure. Depends how you see it. Some people say it's a win-win, you know. if you, if you If you tip against them... And then they lose and you still got something out of it But I just don't like that because it just no, it's wrong, I agree, it's wrong Yeah,
0: You know, like, I, I, I laugh at you tipping the Tigers When they should lose and stuff like that But truth is, if the Bears were still in the comp yeah, I'd tip them every you gotta game you got to do it, do it. Uh, It's just a loyalty thing and it's irrational It's irrational, but as long as you're able to admit It's irrational and wrong It's which all I part think of the fun, most That's mate, surely what you can't do All
1: part of the fun
0: uh, Then, um, Then it's fine, yeah Thanks for joining us on the hill this week. Thanks um, everyone. Yeah, a few more. I've made a few more forays and, and revealed things about myself and my approach to Tim that may raise a few eyebrows and stuff. Particularly, and right, my... rightly
1: so too oh, to yeah. raise my eyebrows. I know, but
0: I don't know what it is. I mean, even it, it, Tim is upset that I that I take some joy in his reaction to Tiger's losses, um, and. You know, I'll work through that, but it's a re- it's something that I feel. And even as he was getting upset five minutes ago talking about it, I killed over and I was laughing again. Oh well we'll probably still come on over and watch the Raiders game on Saturday night though, aren't we? Yeah, it be good. Good to watch the Raiders right. game. What what's we'll it what's it the score prediction?
1: Sixteen twelve with the Tigers. See you next week, everyone. Forty six ten.